1: So I just want you to know that a five minute podcast episode on Exodus chapter twelve, um, honestly just hurts me to my core. Like we could spend um literally, I've preached sermons from Exodus twelve, from single verses in Exodus twelve that was forty minutes long. Like we could we could talk about this passage for so much, but I would just encourage you, just like I did in yesterday's episode, to read this in, in light of Jesus and to read this thinking about the deliverance that's going to come in Christ. Because what's happening here is this is being set up, right? That the people of God are able to slay a lamb, a perfect spotless um, unblemished lamb and spread its blood over the doorpost. So when the angel of the Lord comes through the city and and comes through Goshen and comes through Egypt, if he sees, right? If he sees the blood on the doorpost, then he will pass over your house, right? And, And So literally the people are saved by the blood of the lamb. The blood of the lamb marks them as their house is clean and unblemished, right? And again, I I said this yesterday, but it's worth repeating is I hope you see how beautiful this is in the gospel, right? In light of the gospel, because what is this a picture of? It's a picture of the same truth that we are saved by the blood of the lamb. We are saved by Jesus laying down his life, shedding his blood for you and me. And I'm not Saved by my own doing, but I'm saved because the blood of the lamb was spilt for me. Oh, what an what an incredible picture. And it's amazing here that this is an Exodus. I mean you got the whole rest of the Old Testament. You got several hundred years later before Jesus ever comes on the scene. But God is declaring in an incredible way, pointing us forward to the fact that he's saying, This is how I'm gonna deliver my people. That's amazing to me, right? That this picture is set up that just as the blood of the Lamb was slain here, Right? So Jesus will be shed, his blood will be shed on the cross and will be saved by the blood of the lamb there. And so what's amazing is right here um, in this passage, you have God set up the uh, the festival of Passover, right? Where literally the angel of the Lord passed over the houses with the blood of the lamb. So what's amazing is God is initially establishing from the very get-go, saying, hey, you, you need to take the first month of every year, the first month of every year, and there's going to be a festival that you have called Passover, right? Where you are going to look back and consistently remember and consistently celebrate when God brought you out of Egypt. God's saying, I don't want you to forget what's happened in Egypt. I don't want to forget you. I don't want you to forget about how I brought you out and how I delivered you. And even on top of that, right? Think about when is it that Jesus dies on the cross? They're celebrating Passover. That's why he's in Jerusalem. So even down to that, in many ways, as Jesus breaks bread, with his disciples. He's saying, look, for so long you've been looking back and remembering God bringing you out of Egypt, but you're also looking forward to the future deliverance that I'm about to bring you now. So it's an amazing, amazing picture that the Bible paints. Um, I just, I honestly, and I I just don't see how people find the Bible boring, right? I mean, because man, what an amazing picture. This is written hundreds of years before Christ, and yet it's such a beautiful picture of how God is going to redeem and save his people. And So I'd encourage you with this before we kind of finish up the chapter, I'd encourage you this, I mean, just as the people set up a reminder to remember the salvation they had received, man, let's just remember today, man, take time as you're listening to this in your car or in your room or in your school, wherever you listen to this and remember how God saved you. And to remember, just to remember all that God did and has done in your life to bring you to where you are. The fact that he died for you, the fact that he was raised to life for you, the fact that you were dead in your sins and been made alive in Christ. Remember that today. Man, we forget so often. And I think God knows that. God knows that we can be forgetful people. And he establishes this with his people to say, hey, you need to set up a time to remember this moment. And so this final plague where if the angel of the Lord passed over and there was not blood on the doorpost, the firstborn of every house would be struck down. And so a, a lot of Egyptians die today because they do not paint the blood on their doorpost. And so this is the last straw where Pharaoh says, okay, you go, you, you are released. And so you see in verses 33 um, through 50, the people are sent out of Egypt. And what's amazing is that the Bible says that the people found favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. And as the people are leaving, they're actually given gold and jewelry by the Egyptians. And you know, what's crazy is uh, verse 37 says about 600,000 men on foot left. Now that's 600,000 men, not including the women and not including the children. So that's just an idea on how many people were in slavery and how many Israelites we're talking about here. I think sometimes we have the feeling it's a couple hundred. No, it was six hundred hundred thousand men and God is redeeming his people. And you know, verse forty lets us in on something powerful. It says that they were enslaved for four hundred and thirty years. Let that sink in for a moment. Four hundred and thirty years. They've been hoping and they've been waiting and they've been waiting on God to fulfill the promises that he made to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob and Joseph. And yet God finally keeps his promise. It might not be on your timetable. It might not be as soon as you would like to see it happen. It might not be in the way that you think it should happen. But man, aren't you grateful that God is faithful and and that God keeps the promises that he makes? He made a promise to Abraham. He made a promise to Isaac and Jacob. And 430 plus years later, God still keeps his promises and his timing is way, way better than anything that you and I can think of or imagine. So I'd encourage you today, man, focus on Exodus 12, how Exodus 12 points us towards Christ and take a moment today to remember and just rejoice and celebrate the salvation that you and I have received. And I love the Bible and I think it's so cool how the gospel is portrayed here in Exodus 12 that the people were saved by the blood of the lamb and in the same way you and I have been saved by the blood of the lamb when Jesus died for your sins and when he died for mine and that's great news to rejoice and to remember
0: today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock.